0: It's been a long day. You glance at the clock as the big hand strikes 10.59 p.m. You stop to pour yourself a drink. No holding back. Only the strong stuff tonight. The crackling fire illuminates the room in a very comfortable looking sofa. You take a closer glance. And what, what, what's that? You see three men in bathrobes and slippers.
1: What are you doing here? All right. Just, uh, here for the pod and that. Yeah, you know, the,
0: the one you listen to after, like, that stressful day you've been having.
1: Yeah, the the one with the, the three idiots talking about, you know, what they've watched, what they're, what they're going to watch, probably some other stuff too. Am I, am I supposed to say something here
0: am i or... oh for fucks you take a seat put your feet up and listen to your favorite podcast welcome to 60 minutes to midnight hello and happy new year to you all all our lovely listeners out there is it uh well we'll get on to that gareth is it happy new year to you gareth and happy new year to you john
1: how are you doing i'm um... Pretty positive, mate. Oh, that's COVID
0: yeah. positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a uh, little treat for you listeners. This is, of course, a 60 Minutes to Midnight episode. But um, literally, you know, we've meant to do this episode, record it several times, but me and Gareth have been very ill. Um, mm. Turns out we're COVID uh, positive. So that's been a great start to 2022. Um, so thumbs up their life thanks very much i literally um, queued
1: up for four hours for a test on new year's day so that's how i started year. Mm. my year literally mm.
0: um so we've had a couple of days just getting over the worst of, of of the illness uh luckily we're double vaccinated and we've been all right um but uh we're starting to feel a bit better so we finally felt we could <laughs> we could do this podcast um <gasps> And that means, by the way, at one point all of us Minutemen have had COVID and done a podcast. So mm. well done to us. Yep. Um because we could have easily sacked it off, but oh. we thought, no. You know, we're persevering for you, the listeners, yeah. We haven't got through this one just yet, then. So mm. let's not No, that is true. I'm starting yourself. to get a really hot flush yeah. as we're as we're going. <laughs> so maybe I should be careful what I say. Um so yeah, it's John, other other than our Obviously, malaise at the start of the year. How 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 are you? Are you okay?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, it, look. You know, last last Jan we were in lockdown, not in the office, and now it's uh, now it's Jan twenty twenty two, and it's the same, isn't it? It's yeah. the same. I'm same getting old so shit. bored of it. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, it's um, just so boring.
1: John, I tell you what though, you're you're an Arsenal fan. Where were Arsenal this time last year on the Premier League table?
2: Well, yeah, they were shit. And now, yeah, doing all right. I mean, look, our listeners don't care about football, but if they did,
1: still a bit. Sure. Uh,
2: Len's team are terrible, even though they spent you know a billion pounds in the last yeah. four weeks. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Gaz's team is still the best team. Um, but we're on the up. We're on the up. It's uh, it's good. No, Happy well days. There you go. So
1: that's what I'm saying. There are there are green shoots. There are changes happening in our universes. You just have to look for positive them ones because they're there. Oh God.
0: It, 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 yeah. Anyway, we're going to football. Um, Man United will finish above Arsenal. We're terrible this <laughs> oh, year. Well, we'll do we'll but, do a um, bet. We'll do a bet here
2: on live on the. We pod. did that last time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, go on. Fifty quid, quid. Says we finish
1: above you. No, fifty. Come on. <laughs> he's not made of money Um, (laughs) I'm not made of money can I get in on this one please
2: no definitely not
0: so I I tell you what John it's funny you talk about boredom um, and being bored of everything because something that will make you less bored is watching um, The Matrix Resurrections which is going to be pretty much the main focus of uh, this podcast Um, but before we get on to that and how it is literally the most boring film ever made um whoa, whoa whoa spoilers spoiler yeah. that's my opinion <laughs> yeah maybe it's not maybe i'm tricking you um but john was very uh lovely and he actually sent uh me and gaz some whiskies um as a christmas gift or as a gift of becoming new fathers maybe both maybe both in a way yeah so it was yeah, the kid thing both yeah. Here's a kid thing. Um, so I think it would be customary. I said to John, I wouldn't drink mine until we did a podcast. And this is just proof of me, you know, sticking to my word. Even though I'm sick, um, I did Google whether COVID is affected by whiskey in a bad way. Apparently it's okay. So I'm going to crack open this lovely bottle Fixes of it. Oban uh, 14-year-old single malt scotch whiskey. Um, yeah, so... oh, you love that little noise there? You didn't hear anything. Good noise, that, wasn't it? oh. <laughs> Yeah, you were worry about it again, He's talking lovely. about his voice again. Ooh. Mental. You hear that clinky? Um, so this is a lovely whiskey, John. I've not tried it yet. I'm going to have a sip now. But it's, he knows it's lovely. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, he's tried it. This is this,
0: this is, is lovely. This, I haven't this, tried it. He's this, bought a different uh, bottle. This is perfect. <laughs> 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 That's milk. <laughs> Jacques Daniel's. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Mm. Ooh, that is lovely. That is lovely, I have to say. Um, you do have to say, beautiful yeah. Beautiful drop. Because I'll be fuming. <laughs> I do have to say. Um, uh, very nice, John, very nice. And it's warming the back of my throat now and curing COVID. Guys, I have discovered the cure for COVID. It is Oban. And thank you very much, John. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's not, that's not official. Oban does not cure COVID. But it is a lovely whiskey. Lens. A lovely... What's that horse... Len's What's views that?
1: expressed what? are his own uh, and not representative <laughs> yeah. of the podcast as um, a whole.
0: Can I just ask, what was that horse drug? Was it Invectin or something like that that everyone was snapping yeah, up because they like thought that. it was a, yeah. a COVID cure? Yeah, yeah. Big time. This is it, Oban.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, I got a bottle. Gareth's got one as I well. I got a bottle as well, well from, from one, Johnny buddy. Mac. Yeah. Um, I actually, my, my glass is pre-prepared because... Um, Bizarrely, somehow, my wife hasn't got covid or she was the the one who got it initially and gave it to all of us correct that makes more um, sense i'm actually I'm in sort of a self isolation at home, which is thoroughly depressing, but um it does mean that she delivers all of my food and drink to me, so she went and poured my glass of balveni, as you can see here, and she's given me a, a healthy a healthy dose um of it. I'm pretty happy with that, but you won't hear any of the um, the delightful sounds of me uncorking the bottle. Sadly, undisgraceful. Um, but, That's the best bit. But you will hear my reaction to my first sip. It's um, Balvenie Triple Cask, twelve years. Let's see how we go. Mine was fourteen, so <laughs> that is unbelievably smooth. Mm. It's delicious. Um, I think very the, nice, mate. Thank there, you. Is,
2: there is a recommendation here that uh, and yeah. that, you know, the matrix I, I recommendations. Don't, uh, yeah. I don't want to be irresponsible, but if you do like whiskey, go out, catch COVID, mm. give it a couple of days. <laughs> Obviously, if you're bedridden, yeah. then call an ambulance. But, but if you're not bedridden, crack open a bottle of whiskey. Honestly, it tastes better. Fact. That is oh, scientific. Is that well, this fact. is good? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so you could have just got us a really shit bottle and we yeah.
0: loved
2: it. <laughs> I could have done, yeah. But this is all tax deductible anyway. Um, so <laughs> Well,
0: thank you very much, John. What a lovely way to to start the new year. What are you drinking? Um, with this. Yeah, what are you drinking, mate? Uh, just a mocha. Nah, enough of that. <laughs> mocha. He's the coffee man these days. Um Obviously, we're recording very early for England time. It's the evening here for us Australian Englishmen. Um, Right, so let's get to the the crux of this episode. We're going to talk about a few things, but mainly we're going to dedicate our time to a film which has shocked me, uh, you guys, and the world, and that is Matrix Resurrections. Um, Now, what I thought we would do, which is something we've been um, sort of starting to do with a lot of our film reviews is we're going to talk for a few minutes just spoiler free to uh and sort of give our overall thoughts on the film before diving into a few um, plot points this is a bit different to the 60 minute uh formula but we're going to talk about very loosey-goosey so it still sits within the 60 (laughs) minutes Goosey's not coming is she Nah, she's not she can't make it um (laughs) yeah goosey's in (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah he's so already here mate free, yes. <laughs> so at the moment in time at this moment in time The Matrix Resurrections is sitting on 64% on Rotten Tomatoes well deserved well deserved um, <laughs> I'd love to get your overall spoiler free thoughts on The Matrix Resurrections please I'm going to start with Gareth I,
1: I'm going to say it's it, it's sort of hard to talk about this film without spoilers because um it's so bad that (laughs) that i but i need to refer to specific things (laughs) specific examples from the film to explain why it's so bad so for me to talk about it generally and broadly um is is hard i would say this a film that Explicitly points out the um, the cynicism behind making a fourth film uh, for this particular franchise, and then just makes that fourth film for this particular franchise is so mm. <clears throat> both up its own ass,
2: <laughs>
1: hypocritical, <laughs> and just the most shameless piece of garbage. I can remember seeing <laughs> for a long time. It this it the storyline. Do you know actually it's it's simultaneously really hard to talk about without spoilers and also really easy to talk about without spoilers because there is no discernible storyline. I have no idea what this was about. I don't know what the narrative mm. was. I don't know what the point of it is. I don't know what it's tra- what what it's trying to achieve in terms of building the next layer to this matrix story which to be perfectly honest should have ended after film one and it would have been one of the greatest movies of all time and i I actually think that like i think it would have been regarded as that maybe maybe it even is um even with the damage that came afterwards but the matrix for me I I want to remember it as a standalone movie, and I think that's how I will always remember it, and everything that came afterwards, particularly this iteration, are that that that's like separate canon to me. It's it's separate to the canon. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's <laughs> otherwise it's just too damaging. It's too damaging to the original film. Um, I will say
0: that. Oh oh wait and yes Gareth, we're going to blueberry it at, at this phase so for anyone listening 0 to 5 bloobs blueberry scale, scale is harsh but fair no halves okay so what would you give it out of out of uh, 5 bloobs
1: 0 being the worst obviously it's an awful film however <laughs> however i will say this i yeah. probably because of the way that i went into watching it while I was watching it kind of i kind of enjoyed laughing at it and how bad it is and for that reason well, I'll tell you this as well it actually took me a total of seventeen hours to watch this two and a half hour movie <laughs> um i just couldn't I couldn't sit through it it was it was so anyway um while I was watching it in that time i had some fun sort of messaging you too and being like what the fuck is this um and for that reason for that non actually film related reason but for the f- <laughs> the enjoyment that i had with my personal experience it gets one blueberry
0: oh lovely um well that's a, a lovely score there gareth so uh, you know i'm going to go next john i just want to chime in because i'd love to hear your thoughts last um as a crescendo before we head into spoilers um now I am a huge Matrix sort of fan. Like, I love everything about the universe in which the Matrix sits, Um, whether it's some video games that have been set in that world, things like the Animatrix, which is an amazing sort of six-part animation series, which fills in loads of lore gaps about how the machines rose to power. All this shit. Um, I love the martial arts in the original. I love... The way that it's a sort of callback to old school kung fu movies, um, and I love the way that the original film can be translated in so many different directions about what it's trying to say, about so many different things, and how the the film sparked a whole conversation, revolutionised science fiction, blah blah blah. Um, so, Matrix Two and Matrix Three, like, I went back and rewatched them after I watched this film, and they they look like masterpieces. Uh, when compared to this, this film, this film, for me, is one of the biggest disappointments of my sort of watching film life. but <laughs> I can't even think of <laughs> just say life. where I, I I've lost for words. Just life, no watching film life, John. Watching film life, because um, <laughs> I was so excited. I, I remember we talked about this on a previous sixty minutes episode, and we're like, oh, actually, yeah, this is this is going to be good. The, the trailer looks all right, doesn't it, boys? Yeah, this looks all right. I remember we said we we, we can't wait to see it. And then, um, basically, to, to watch this, um, it broke my heart a little bit. I mean, what Lana Wachowski has done, and it, it feels to me like she's taken this franchise, right, and turned... And she's, anno- she's annoyed because originally what was going to happen is someone else was making this film. So the the Matrix property was going away from her and she's stepped back in and said I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this film Um, and she's just turned it into a massive meta joke about itself and completely ruined everything in my mind about the matrix and the whole world within it which it lives the the action's terrible the acting is abysmal Um, it is literally one of the worst put together films I've ever seen. And and I've seen some well-respected critics saying that this is a good film. And I don't yeah. understand. I cannot, for the life of me, see what they are seeing in this film. And it literally gets me audibly <laughs> angry when I, I hear them t- talking about a film that that is clearly a piece of trash and this film is trash and look I don't want to take it away from anyone that actually enjoyed the film fair enough <laughs> yeah you do if you got something yeah but it makes me annoyed that you got something out of this film because I didn't get anything out of it um, I was I was <laughs> I was the closest is has ever come to me giving something zero like literally I was going to give it zero because I didn't even have that moment of messaging people like Gaz had having fun with it I didn't have that, you know. I watched this with my partner Mel, and she loves the Matrix. She even loves the Matrix Two and Three. She actually really likes them, and she said this is literally one of the worst films she's ever seen.
1: And and she she loves Matrix Two and Three. If 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 you love Matrix Two and Three, you've you've lost your right to critique other movies, haven't you? <laughs> well, I'm disappointed. Yeah, but anyway, I, I was gonna give it zero, but I said to Gareth, I
0: do see some kernels of a story in there that, and some moments that I think are quite interesting. And if they had just explored that a bit more than some of the other shit around whatever the fuck they're trying to do about, you know, being a meta commentary on sequels and being so self referential that they're just literally blowing smoke up their own ass. If they, if they just focus on some of those elements, I think there's something in there. Uh, so I'm going to give it a one, um, which might be one of my lowest scores ever because everyone knows I'm a hype man. Particularly
1: right. for something that you're actually looking forward to watching. I, exactly.
0: And you boy, everyone who listens to this podcast knows, and you boys know, if I'm excited to watch something, I will automatically give it four blooms. Yeah. That, it automatically- <laughs> you, you overlook
1: any of its downfalls. It
0: <laughs> like Star, War, like, uh, Star Wars, um, The Last Skywalker. Hey, what's the last one called, John? Yeah, no, that what's sounds the last about one. right. Called? A new Skywalker. The Last Skywalker. And the, new- no, the Last Jedi it was the second I'll give one. that like... <laughs> Um yeah, and then Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. I gave I, I gave <laughs> that gave like four, four blooms when a shocker. Which which we all know is a shocking thing in retrospect. So look, for this to get a
1: one from me, I think says i it think all, guys. Anyway, your review of that got your review of that alone got us fan critical of podcast a, a one <laughs> yeah. one star review. That's how, it, that's it, how it, dreadful of view it, it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah. it did someone was really annoyed that i liked that film um, so. it was john just secretly <laughs> yeah. doing it because he was so annoyed yeah. <laughs> um all right john after two scores of one um what will yours be who who can guess yeah,
2: um <laughs> no look I, I i'll i'll give it a one i think um you're right
0: there Len?
1: What the hell are you doing? I'm
0: hot, mate. I'm just, I'm fanning, fanning myself. Himself. Sorry.
1: Like you're He's continuing. Checking your steps. Yeah. Birdman 2. I will, no, I was just yeah, doing <laughs> that. Um, Three blueberries. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. So yeah. well, I was the first to watch this film. Um, so I had no reference. In the world? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just sitting here, Lana next to me. I uh, wouldn't share the popcorn. Um, what are you doing here? But uh I um so I had no reference uh to what actual like normal people that I know thought of this film. Uh and I saw the reviews and I was like that seems like it's pretty decent. So you know, it won't be a complete waste of two and a half hours. Well <laughs> um so about thirty minutes in, I'm like this is a zero bloob, isn't it how has this happened how has this happened <laughs> um and uh, again and uh, look we we won't go into spoilers yet <clears throat> but uh, uh some people i think are giving this film like props for the effort like they've not just gone okay well it's just a follow on from the matrix revolutions it's trying to be clever and uh, and meta and all oh, it's it's kind of it's talking about itself. And I'm like, this isn't clever when you've got like four people, five people sitting around a table just being like fucking on the nose. It's not clever at all. <laughs> and what isn't clever is just inserting unbelievably stylistically. I can't believe this is directed by the same person. I can't believe it's, it. Yeah, um, I can't believe it. It feels like, uh, Michael if, Bay. If, if it was like, no, I, I see. I see. I disagree. I think. Like, I think if um, if Michael Bay picked up this property, he would make it like a popcorn movie, and you'd sit there and go, "It's two bloobs, isn't it?" Um, some of the explosions are fucking mental, but I mean, it's two bloobs, isn't it? Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, if, what's Optimus Prime doing there yeah <laughs> yeah um,
2: he could have been in this and it would have made it better uh, there are <laughs> well Warner Brothers
1: well we there you ta- go yeah. there you go
2: but it's that's true
1: what is Shia LaBeouf up to these days anyway we'll okay I'm question. Morpheus that would that could work well yeah
2: are you yes I'm Morpheus now right <laughs> um get into, we'll get into the spoilers anyway John yeah, go sorry go. yeah um it's I wouldn't say it's disappointing. I look I love the original Matrix. I um I remember the day I watched the original Matrix, just a mate of mine put so it around on VHS. He's like, Have you seen this? So I looked at it, I was like, Keanu Reeves. I was like, Right, okay. Um stuck it on. I was like, Fucking hell, this is quality. But I was sort of doubting myself because I was like, It's Keanu Reeves, isn't it? So it's not that good. It, like th- this is at an age where you know, this is ninety nine, so I'm getting I'm starting to get a bit pontsy with films. I've just watched The Godfather, Pulp Fiction, like you know, those are you were proper films. Thirty
1: seven at that 38. point.
2: Thirty-eight. And um <laughs> and uh yeah, so I love the original Matrix and I knew this wasn't gonna be anything like that. Um but honestly, stylistically, it's awful. It's like someone's like HBO have gone, do you know what? We've done three seasons of whatever show and it's come to a natural end. Um, And then someone like Channel 5 have picked it up and they've gone, right, okay, what is, just to remind people, like, can you imagine if, uh, let's say they did a follow-on of of Game of Thrones and just randomly you'd have people going, no, no, but what it is is the Night King, he is still here. Um, and as they're talking, there's just <laughs> there's just a cinema screen in the background <laughs> of of the the long yeah. night. You're like, what's going on? Why, why old, is yeah, that playing in the background? Yeah. What's going on here? It's fucking terrible, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and like initially, I'd, I'd give it a one bloop. Yeah. It's not a one bloop, is it? It's a zero bloop. It's a terrible movie. And uh, and uh, you talk about <laughs> some people getting something out of this film. Um what a film like this does is kind of depress me because it shows you how divided humanity is at the moment in the, depending on your political stance that will automatically go, right, I have to like this film or I have to hate this film. Um, There are people out there that are talking about this film. They are literally calling it a masterpiece because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking shit, man. Like and people are referencing this uh, <laughs> this Keanu Reeves um quote where he says, Well look, you know, cinema is art and if you see something and you don't quite get it or enjoy it or like it, I, I, I tend to look at it and, and try and meet it in the middle and see where they're coming from. Yeah, but you'd never say that about Freddie got fingered and 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 that and that's as <laughs> thoughtless as this movie is it, like, it doesn't understand that it's not good it's terrible it's really bad and uh, as i say that that's that's the more depressing part of this is that there are people out there that will defend this to the hilt. and there are, there are critics that are like oh yeah but it, you know it does this and uh, no it's shit it is shit and in when it all dies <laughs> over like when it all blows over in like you know, five, six years time, there will, you will get people like revisionist articles where it's like, actually oh, just change that from a four to a two and hopefully no one notices. Don't change any of the yeah. content of the review. Um just any where I've put fantastic, just put just delete that so it doesn't even make sense as a sentence. Um it's it's ridiculous. Um and it will be revisionist. Isn't this I mean look, Rotten Tomatoes is a garbage system anyway. Um, But it pains me to see this get rated fresh. Come on. No way, man. No way.
1: Well, I'm just thinking, because this is 60 minutes, because it's a 60 minutes episode and, you know, slightly different format to just a standard review. I wondered, Len, do you you remember the first time you saw the original Matrix?
0: Yeah, I had it on VHS. The same as John. My parents rented it from the local VHS rental shop. (laughs) um and just say
2: blockbusters we all
0: watched Jesus. it wasn't blockbusters know, it wasn't blockbusters no, it was one cares in, in... About no video easy no yeah. no yeah. Um, chicken kebabs and, and videos. we all just wa- we, we all just watched it together and i was blown away like i was just blown away as as, as that, that that could be a film just the whole concept of it was incredible to me um let alone the martial arts, let alone... And you say about Keanu Reeves, uh, I think I love Keanu Reeves. At this, at this moment in time, you know, we're in prime Keanu. <laughs> we're in Keanu's world at the moment. The, the age of Keanu. Keanu yeah. world. <laughs> However, we'll get onto it in a minute. We'll get onto it in a minute, but he is abysmal in this film. Abysmal. Like, the worst I've ever seen him act. And I know he can't act, bless him, but this is the worst Ooh. ever. <laughs>
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my i was my um my first experience of the matrix was quite it was quite a formative one like i i remember it so well because i was um i was actually on a family holiday we we're doing a little uh like european trip and we stopped off in luxembourg <laughs> to see like pet of my my parents friends and i was like 12 at the time so this was the i, I, th- I missed it when it first came out i had no idea what it was and this little Luxembourgian kid was like, "Oh, uh, hey man, are you do you like The Matrix?" That's a Luxembourgian <laughs> accent, just by the way. I had no idea what you were talking about. Luxembourg,
2: are you from, mate? Grimsby.
1: I had no idea what you were talking about, but I didn't want to embarrass myself, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah I, I love The Matrix, and he was like, "Oh, cool. Well, let's watch it." And so I sat down and watched it with in luxembourg and I, it blew my mind i'd never seen anything like it at the time um and i i don't think anything like it really existed did it it i, I reckon like it is a a watershed moment in a lot of ways for um for film not just on like a technical level but uh, in terms of a lot of the the core themes and the um i don't know the aesthetic of it and the the spirit of it as well it's i think you've got like a pre-matrix film world and a post-matrix film world very true very true gareth um right sorry about our
0: negativity but it's going to be fun to stick around for the spoilers (laughs) coming up after this quick pouring of some whiskey All right. Now, as I said, this is Lucy Goosey. Uh, Lucy's not here. Goosey is. Um, But in all seriousness, let's let's just chat about this as a group of mates, as we would usually, because we've been chomping at the bit to actually talk through some of these finer points of the film, and we haven't actually done it yet, really. So let's just go go to it now. Um, The start of this film is... Literally one of the most arrogant, stupid um, executions of cinema I've ever seen. Um, yeah. To, to to the point where I was so disheartened from the opening of this film that <laughs> I, I I I questioned whether I needed to watch the rest of it. But then I felt like, oh, we might podcast on this. And it was a very confusing time for me. Um, and it made me question just how someone could drop the ball so much like like I think Lionel has here and and the studio as a whole um what do you guys think because this whole idea that Neo has basic is in a, a new matrix and the old matrixes were a video game um that he a video game trilogy and he's the most famous game developer in the world now which is all ridiculous as I'm saying it um and then they want him to make a fourth matrix game. And then you uh precedingly have this line, even in a pitch meeting with him and his boss, who's like Warner Bros have said, uh <laughs> they're our parent company, and have said make a seek make the fourth matrix. And I'm literally sitting there going, Are you like John said this in the in the in the in the pre-thing it is so on the nose, it's not clever. it, it it's just stupid. Like the whole thing is a fucking joke, and that montage that Gareth you've talked about with me, where they're like pitching ideas for the fourth Matrix. Oh my god, that's
1: oh that's my, one of the oh my worst scenes I can I can I can I can bring to mind. I mean, obviously, it's, <laughs> I've, I've watched it quite recently, so it's quite easy to bring it yeah. to mind. But I can't think off the top of my head of a of a scene specifically that I just thought was that i thought was worse than that it was so cringeworthy and there were so many so many parts of it that just didn't work it was this montage with um i don't know what the name of the song is but everybody knows the song um yeah about alice and remember. the rabbit and stuff you know the song it's too slow paced for a montage for a start so the song doesn't work um the, the scenes the f- way that they keep getting the the creatives to repeat the same suggestion, but in like a different meeting. I, I mean, I what well, is the point that people just keep coming up with the same ideas or something? I, I, it, I, I, we need our own bullet time. We need our own bullet time. We need our own bullet time. It's like, what, what is happening? It, and then, and then, just interspersed with Keanu. I'm not even going to call him by his ca- character's name here because he's not—he's not Thomas Anderson. He's not Neo. He's Keanu. He's not, he's not. who <laughs> has been dragged into this <laughs> half-heartedly. He has just—he has loads of shots of him holding blue pills in different moments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, my favourite one is him on the treadmill. Like, what is going
0: on? <laughs> What is going on? He's put. Th- he's asked for that <laughs> to
1: be put in. He's like, "Can um, <laughs> can we just show people that I do exercise cause-
0: I do work out?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you're right. You're right. Okay, so the the the, the concept is that they're so self referential about this fourth film that they're making it what they think is funny to the point of where you like it, it. It completely destroys the original trilogy like to the point where you're just watching it going why are you you trying to hurt people's interpretation of that trilogy like are they trying to say hey guys is Lana trying to say you guys didn't understand what I was trying to say with the Matrix trilogy is that what you think she's trying to do because that's the only thing I can come to it going maybe she's trying to say look you guys completely fucking misinterpreted my original three films I don't know that's the only way I can sort of think how why she's done this yeah, but like, but then also so who
2: cares like who cares really it like the, the trilogy is not relevant anymore it's, it's gone and also it's a trilogy um so it's like yeah. <laughs> it's, quite, it's it's almost like it's scared to be called a cash, bra- a, a, a cash grab so it's gone all right well we'll mm. do it slightly differently and we'll say yeah like well it it could have been a cash grab, but we've we've said it, so now we're going to do this instead, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, this is even worse because he's just remaking the first Matrix in the most horrible way yeah. possible. I like, honestly, um, there, there's one bit I want to talk about before I forget, and um,
0: yeah, go those on. that have listened, yeah, is loosey goosey, mate. We'll, just, we'll, ju- we'll jump all over the. Place those that have, we'll have like, listened pull, to this pod
2: yeah. will know that once a film kind of loses me I'll, I'll just disappear into my phone for a bit and then i'll look up and stuff's happening and i'm like okay oh you missed um, all the best bits mate yeah yeah um
0: so mr
2: anderson
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, can't, I can't help it that
2: scene is terrible bro Yeah. Awful. Oh, um so we've got uh we've got neil patrick harris um as far as casting goes, pretty awful. Um but that's consistent <laughs> across across the film, so that's fine. Um so he obviously has some serious abilities. You know, he can just stop time. So Neo's fucked.
1: Right. I I no, think that's no why they cast gonna... him as this character, yeah. to be honest. Well,
2: there you go. You know, you know that guy that was in
1: Doogie Hauser, get him in. <laughs> um so, <laughs> his name's Barney, I think. Get Barney in.
2: Yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Who's, who's the guy who's in How, How, How I Met Your Mother and Doogie Hauser? Yeah, get him in <laughs> and let's give him all these magical powers. Um, and I thought, like, right, okay. So, he can he's taken bullet time to the max. Maximum to the next level, you, yeah.
0: yeah. Maximum. Um, yeah.
2: And I'm like, oh, I mean, they're, they're, they're never going to be able to beat him because he's obviously he's got that power. Uh, and that disappears later on in the film. I, I was like, "What's <laughs> happened here?" And I, I, I turned to Cheryl. I was that. like, "Why, is, why is that power gone?" And she was <laughs> nah, like, "You're obviously oh. on.
1: You're on your phone when when they explained how that went." She was <laughs> like, "No,
2: yeah, yeah, no. It's um, there's just uh, Mr. Anderson turned up and that." And I'm like, "No, what's where's that power <laughs> gone? What happened to that power?" Because <laughs> I, I was Mr. just so Anderson confused. Turned like, up. Oh, "Actually,
1: I've lost it." <laughs> Did she mean Mr. Smith?
2: Sorry, Mr. Smith. Sorry, <laughs> right. Mr. Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, well I mean, there you go. Yeah, but I mean it's quite difficult considering that <laughs> Mr Smith's not even in this film. They've just got the guy from Hamilton to be in it, and it's like, well Mindhunter. Honestly. What is what's with Mind, the casting yeah. of these bad guys?
0: Alright. Alright, let's stop. Let's stop for a second, because you're right, you're right, John. You're right. There are a lot of bizarre plot decisions and I know we're talking about this quite loosely but I just thought so you have this first phase of the film which is this self-referential hey everything you thought was in the matrix potentially was just a video game we're making a sequel to then it's spiraling into you finding out that Neo has actually been uh, resurrected in quotation marks by the machines and they've created a new matrix which is powered by the proximity of Neo and Trinity to each other. <laughs> well, yes, they can't be too close and they can't be too far apart. But when they're just right, <laughs> they create a sort of electronic electric uh, connection that then inspires the rest of the matrix or the inhabitants of the matrix to then become the most powerful matrix in a, from a battery perspective that the machines have ever had. Um, does that make any sense to anyone? No, it's ridiculous um Mate, so you, can't, you then you have ha- rationalized love that's you know that's <laughs> that's true off the cards very good point gareth and that is why you're on this podcast yeah. for, for comments like <laughs> that um so you're hired for at least one more um so basically the idea is that after it's been all self-referential like gareth said in his his thoughts it then goes on to just be the Matrix 1, essentially, mm. you know, in a way like it, it well, goes on. So no, they ne- literally neo, play the Matrix neo... 1 in the background of about 70
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. percent of <laughs> scenes. It's it's disgusting. how they do What that. is happening? It is you can't disgusting. do that. That's not sorry. That is not allowed. Like that's not that's not that, 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 that there is no code or convention in filmmaking. Lana says Lana, excuse me. Lana, the film's
0: the film's running 10 minutes under. What do you want to do? <laughs> What? What? You want me to throw old clips in? What? Just randomly? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. We're running two minutes over now. Good job. Yeah, Done. Perfect. You're not Morpheus.
2: Literally. He is on the TV there. That's Morpheus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, bar me new one, um, better one. So, yeah. So, so essentially. Neo gets freed from this matrix again, which is this new matrix. And 60 years have passed passed since he sacrificed himself to save humanity and bring peace between the machines and uh, humans. Now, to me, there's a couple of really interesting things at play which are completely not explored and glazed over. Um, And there's some really stupid things that are just enhanced. So Neo is finally awakened from his new pod um, and he... He says to someone like, oh, you know, so my sacrifice was for nothing because he finds out that the machines uh, sort of reneed, you know, they went against the Peace Act and they've made this new matrix. Right. Which is quite interesting as as a as a concept, I think, because they even say they saw the machines fighting against each other because power supplies were really low. Now, to me, that's interesting. That is interesting. That is an interesting situation for this world that's been created what happens to the machines they finally started a war with themselves um which then created this power vacuum that the fucking doogie hauser guy comes in and makes this new matrix right um the analyst or whatever the fuck he's called um that's really interesting what also is interesting to me in this film which is not really explored properly is the fact that neo sacrifice did enable programs and machines to have a bit of sentience and fight for the humans that is interesting that is very interesting that is like okay i like the idea of that, that That there's more physical robots or machines and i get they're trying to do that with the io stuff but they just completely glaze over it they're like this is io let's break out of here and go back to the matrix what the fuck what the fuck is the point of that um Talking about Morpheus in this film, played by Yaya, who we love from Watchmen. Um, it's a shambolic, shambolic handling of that character. Right. To the point, and he's, he's not Morpheus, so he's, I'm not saying he's a literal clone of Morpheus, but he is a clone of Morpheus, if you get what I mean. So,
1: to, can, can you help me to understand it then? Because my reading of it is, it's... <clears throat> It's not Morpheus, it's a computer simulation of some sort, a program that is designed to be Morpheus but is self-aware enough to know that he's not Morpheus and has to learn how to be Morpheus to yes. Right. It it is he Yaya's Morpheus is a
0: a combination of Smith and Morpheus that was designed by Neo and put into a modal of one of his games that was then made self-aware by taking a red pill from Bugs who then realised his job was to also find Neo because he is Morpheus, but he is not Morpheus and needs to learn how to become Morpheus. (laughs) That is the Morpheus in this film. What a fucking shambles. John, what do you think about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, let's say he is Morpheus. Let's just say... Do you know what? Let's yeah, just say they... For the ease of it. Lawrence Fishburne, he's back. Let's just say that happens. What does he offer to this film? Nothing. So there, why... There is
0: one point where he's in ball-bearing form and he sort of goes for event? vent. No, no, no. Which no, was no. quite okay. integral to but a high why did seat? that have to be Morpheus? It could be yeah, any ball-bearings. That, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if they were hey, like... do you bring your ball-bearings along?
2: <laughs> like, if they... If they'd have called him, like...
0: Ball bearing man, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Probably. there's I, the strawberry one, guy who was ball bearings loop. as well.
2: He could yeah, have done well, it. well. Look, I have, I have a few issues here. Sixty years have passed, and suddenly they've gone from like the shittest tech. I mean, it's pretty good if you're in the Matrix, but they they've now got well, it's really ball bearing robots. So how's well, this happened?
1: No, 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 no. Let's think about it. Go sixty years back to today. They'd be like you. Like what we're doing right now. This is mental for people in 1962.
2: There's no... All right, but in Agreed. 60 years' but, time, but, we're not going to have ball-bearing was... robots.
1: Bearing in mind they're uh, bearing in, mind they're in a civil a war. I bet you <laughs> Liverpool will finish above Arsenal and there will be ball-bearing men. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is,
0: because I, I, I recently watched... Um, ball-bearing men. Mat- literally after I, watched, <laughs> after I watched this film, I watched Matrix, Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Resolutions all in one day. And um, I actually think that the second and third film are much better than I remember them being. Um, And the second film in particular is nowhere near as bad as I thought. It's actually okay. The third film, Revolutions, has so many issues, but it's still much better than this. But the tech in that film, like actually the humans have, Zion and stuff, is actually very impressive. It's very um, advanced. So it doesn't surprise me that they have this sort of tech at all. They don't have any Bulbarian robots though, do they? They did it. They didn't have ball bearing no. men, No.
1: They have any they robots? But, um... No, but but if you look <laughs> yes, if you look carefully did. at minute 56 in uh, <laughs> Revolutions there is there is a little yeah. blueprint um on one of the desks that says ball bearing people plan. <laughs> what
2: I mean what I um, would have liked is let's say well actually liked is a stretch. Fucking hell, but um <laughs> if instead of it being Morpheus this ball bearing yeah. man uh, could have had, like, <laughs> a name that symbolizes, like, the union Marbles. of... Bubbles. Uh, I don't know, like... Bubbles. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like... Because um, uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the original Matrix looks at, you know, transhumanism, where it's like... Exactly. Yeah. So it would have been quite cool. Uh, I mean, I can't remember what... Obviously, Zion's gone, but this new city that they yeah. live in, Oh, I O bo- so he could have been like a child of I O in that he's like a robot but he obviously has humanity in that he's self-aware mm-hmm. and stuff and and that could have been like okay well that's his role he's like uh, he's part robot he's part human or he's at least uh humanistic in terms of his personality and that's why he plays such a big part in in that union i guess a, 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 a but instead, what they've gone is, get Morpheus
0: back. He was good, wasn't he?
2: Oh, no. Why would I just call him Cypher? But when you
0: watch... Oh, just a, pointless. And, the, and the, the, thing, the thing that hurts it the most is that they do play the old clips of Morpheus. And, and and rewatching the original Matrix the other day, after watching this, the level of acting is just on another level to this film. And also, Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus is so captivating as a character... That it, he he is all encompassing in that film, yeah. more so than Neo or Trinity or anything. He literally he draws you in. He fascinates you. You're like one of the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar. You are completely believe whatever he tells you. You know, Neo is the one. I the Oracle said this this sort of stuff. This Morpheus feels like it's just it's just <laughs> there to make up the numbers. Like yeah. it's just a joke. It's a literal joke. Yeah. I, 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 and and it hurts it showing these old clips of the old film is like no that was amazing that is literally amazing that film what is this shit I'm watching next to it like I don't understand yeah
2: so so Mor- Morpheus is like this uh, this this figure where you know he, he famously says in, in, in the Matrix I can only show you the door you're the one that has to walk through it whereas in this one Correct. he's a fucking mess on drugs and he's stumbling through doors Just being dragged around the place (laughs) by bugs. It's like, who wants to see this? Like, I'm sure that there are there are parts of him that's very like, kind of like Jesus-like in a way. Uh, Maybe Moses, I don't know. But and it's kind of like, imagine, imagine they went, well, well, we'll do a younger version of Moses or Jesus, where he's just a bit of a mess and has absolutely no idea, and he doesn't have that grace or knowledge or wisdom. That's what they've done with Morpheus in this.
1: And it's kind of like, let's, I don't want to see let's, this bizarre Let's stop character. calling him Morpheus. He's not Morpheus. He's a different character. He's bullbearing. bearing He's got nothing to do Morpho. with Morpheus. Morpho. Like, we'll call him Morpho. What, but, but what's his connection? Morpho makes more sense because he, he morphs into his well, maybe ball-bearing force. Good point. They've printed
2: the script out. No, this is Morpho. Oh, I just thought Morpheus, no?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but there, there's a bit like when they all meet up. So you... You have these retreading of the matrix of of the original Matrix, like when Neo's pulled from the pod and then he goes onto the ship where he meets Bugs' crew here. And they're all like they're all like, Oh, this is my crew, Joko, Johnny P Smash P, Mob, Johnny P Legzo. I don't fucking know who voila, they're saying. It's and then they're like they're, Yeah, and then they're like, Oh, and don't forget don't forget Bay and
1: Bobo, the robots that helped you escape. And I just was like <laughs> And, and I just burst bugs out. bugs like throughout the rest oh. of the film it says about seven more lines, but three <laughs> of them are thanks, sir baby. Let's like, stop thanking Sababy. <laughs> we don't need to know who sir is. <laughs> I
2: was oh, cracking my up. Word. <laughs> uh, that was very Michael Bay-ish, Bay- I guess.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! There is one bit where um, in the end sort of sequence, which we'll get on to soon. <laughs> but like oh god <laughs> but the um one of the the, the the operator who usually controls you know hacks them into the matrix or whatever Zeke. when they do something and so, like they save a couple of crew members he turns to one of the robots like Bobo and
1: high fives it mental
2: <laughs> doesn't make any sense
1: and doesn't he say something like rocket something <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right <clears throat> yeah
0: uh, mental i'm in tears <laughs> it's too funny um but i think i think oh <laughs> uh, sorry i think one of the most important things that the matrix trilogy did is that is the relationship between neo and trinity which i actually on rewatching, really love that whole chemistry they have together i think keanu and um, uh, carry Ann moss do a fantastic job and and so when i heard that they were both involved in this film i was like okay that's good because at least this central relationship—they know each other well. I, I buy into their relationship, their love, their their whole story. I like it, um, so I like the idea that they tried to center some of the film around that because it is one of the strongest parts of the Matrix. I think. The whole plot about him wanting to you know he has been resurrected and then he therefore he wants to save Trinity because she's the other one who was resurrected to um you know to uh, power up this new matrix um that to me is interesting and and i I don't dislike it you know i I do believe that he would do anything to save her you know um so I I, I quite like that, but I thought Keanu was terrible. Terrible in this film. I I, I didn't buy his acting at all. He'd, it looks like he'd just walked off the set of John Wick. Hundred percent. And just just and just for his given a script, did some lines, um, run on a treadmill, and you know all this shit table read stuff. And then even his acting with Trinity, I felt was abysmal, I, I, and it really hurt my soul a little bit because I actually think Carrie Anne Moss actually put a lot of effort into this i think she was all right like i actually i actually watched it and thought she's doing an right job here
1: um i mean there's the the scene when just, the two yeah. of them have their like little mini coffee date um the the dialogue in that like i don't know there's there's a bit where keanu goes i pay my analysts great sums of money for such conclusions Right, like, this, this isn't a human being <laughs> oh, sentence. Oh, what's happening here? Like do you reckon that was written or is he is he I what's going on? Um they just hired a Keanu Reeves
0: sort of robot to literally I'll just inhabit this, this film.
2: Bit. Um no, don't ad lib that. <laughs> no,
0: but <laughs> no, be more natural. Be talk, more natural. So let's let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about Neo Neo as a concept. Like Neo in, in is a saviour. He's a Christ like figure. <laughs>
2: figure <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, you having a go at fucking Keanu Reeves, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Just the the way you said to figure.
1: Figure.
2: I am figure. <laughs> Bobo Sorry. and figure. I am figure. I
1: give it maximum reviews. <laughs> Sorry. Would no, you no, like, like some he, human he is, coffee?
0: Uh, he's this savior right and this your- film i feel and, <laughs> and, and you watch the thing about the original films uh, even if you don't like the second and third film i don't think you can say that some of the action sequences within them aren't you know breathtaking and they genuinely <laughs> are like the the level the level of choreography the uh, like you know it's astounding some of it like in the original, obviously the martial arts is so visceral and so impactful. Like you feel it, like it reminds me of the first time I watched the raid, um, you know, uh, the Gareth Evans, not this yeah, Gareth Evans podcast martial arts film. Um, the first time you watch that, you feel every hit that is being performed and with the original matrix, it was, did something amazing. It actually did that. And I, I go back now and just it the other day. I was like, this is incredible. Mm. Like it's actually incredible. Um, Reloaded, uh, yeah, they start incorporating these weird CGI moments because obviously Neo has more powers and stuff. But overall, the choreography is fantastic. Like, the actual beat-for-beat beat action, keeping with it, the the way it's edited together, everything about it is epic and amazing. And it harks back to these kung fu epics that, you know, Jet Li did when he was younger. And all these amazing films, <laughs> which mob martial arts. Jet Li right? And other ones. And, no, but Jet... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> don't make me laugh. But this film, Neo is a, is incre- like this is the same person. This is Keanu Reeves who not only since doing those films has uh, become John Wick. So his gun skill has gone through the roof, and his martial art capability has also gone through the roof. Right? Um, Quite literally. How then? How how then have they dev- made his character so? piss poor at martial arts and now they've given him the most boring move in the world force push with the light or whatever it is literally the most shit thing ever and now when he stops bullets it looks like that scene out of south park where they all think they're psychic and he's going just stopping some bullets go everywhere on, go on, go and on, i'm on, just like <laughs> 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 can you guys believe how bad the action action is in this film. Yeah, how
2: bad it is. But it's. Uh, I didn't mind the first one, when he's with Morpheus, or sorry, Morpho. when he's with him, <laughs> and he does the push, and the whole thing explodes. It's kind of like, just no, the release John, of
0: power. Go on. Right, but can I just that whole scene is terrible. No, no, like I, the I, martial art.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree. I'm just saying that force push thing. It's like, fine, just use it there and never again. Um, (laughs) And then that's all he does. Yeah, but...
1: I mean... Yeah, but that's what... I'm I'm presuming we're going to come to the last sort of 20 minutes of the film at some point soon. So Mm. I won't talk about it in that context. But, I mean, the way that that move is used in the last 20 minutes is just... It became (laughs) hilarious. Like, I was just laughing at it. it, uh, Incredible. But the the fight the fight sequences, I mean I there's one bit when they're in the the weird place with the I've forgotten the name again, Len, the French Merovin, Merovingian you know, who comes back. Oh my Merovingian. god. Merovingian. And I mean that, that scene is abysmal. absolutely abysmal. There's one one bit in there where Morpho does some sort of flying <laughs> rugby tackle, and I was like, oh, "That was kind oh. of a little bit matrixy." Um, other than that, dreadful. Can I can I talk about this 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 scene though with the Merovingian when yeah yeah. yeah yeah the lines the that he's just shouting while this fight's going on <laughs> are so bad. I just a, a direct quote is you know well I can't
2: so not a direct quote
1: then not a direct quote uh, (laughs) a vague quote but I will get to a specific part of it when he's going on he's going on about how you know taste and standards used to be higher and he says and now you've given us face zucker suck (laughs) what is that what is that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that yeah is is it is it supposed to be
2: funny is it supposed to be funny is it supposed to be like boomer commentary or like is that what it is yeah
0: this is the thing it's, it's the the messaging in this film is so muddled because it's trying to be hey we're making fun of ourselves but hey we're being a serious matrix movie and hey we're trying to make a social commentary but the thing is it loses sight of any of them and just muddles it all together into this absolute Puddle of piss and, and and it is the Merovingian stinks like piss, it looks like he stinks like piss he's covered in piss and it, it and the Merovingians i don't love the character, I never loved the character in the right. original matrix, but in this he's just he's he's bonkers and stupid yeah. bonkers. and he says he at, at one point he, he, he said you're at bonkers mate. he says I, I I want my own spin off it's like you're never getting your own spin off what are you talking about? this is mm. bizarre yeah. bizarre stuff um <clears throat> anyway let's round yeah, we, it off we, we could talk about <laughs> let's wrap let's wrap let's let's cap it off let's talk about the end of the film uh it's it's just they're trying to save trinity um uh, they have a of course the fight one of the final battles happens in the coffee shop where you know gareth referenced they love having their chats those really meaningful chats um uh you know I just want to say about Neil Patrick Harris's character as the analyst who is the big bad in this. John's talked about him already, Doogie Howser. Um, That clip, that clip, John, where he does reveal like, oh, your greatest trick, bullet time. And now you can't do it because I've done something even greater. I'm like, they've never called bullet time, (laughs) bullet time in the Matrix ever. It's never been called that. They just say, How did you move so fast? That's crazy. Like, they can't believe how fast he moves.
2: No, I think they're going to remaster the, the other Matrix, though. So he'll get up
0: and be like, <laughs> It's bullet time.
2: <laughs> why are you calling it that? Why is that? What have they edited that in?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that that was ridiculous. But the end basically sees them trying to awaken Trinity to the realization that she is Trinity and no longer Tiffany, which is her name in this. We completely forgot to mention that. And her boyfriend Chad, (laughs) mental. Um, (laughs) And then she has the epiphany in the coffee shop when Tiffany had an epiphany. (laughs) Tiffany had an epiphany. Tiffany becomes Trinity. And. And uh, then they all force push their way to sort of trying to save Trinity um, it ends in this climax where um, they're on the roof and uh, not like that. And they have to jump to avoid, you know, getting killed. And you think that Neo can remember how to fly because there's been a running joke throughout the whole film. Like, oh, my can word. you still fly? Uh, and then he goes, yeah. He and then he just jumps up and down in the air and nothing spot. happens. Ugh. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. So it's so bad. Um, That to me feels like, you know how Marvel scripts get plumped up a bit? Like they'll have a Marvel script, then they'll give it to some comedy writers and they'll go make this funnier. It feels like someone tried to make this script funny and it just really hasn't worked. Um, And then, so they're falling to their death and would you believe it, Trinity can now fly, right? And apparently she's now the one somehow. And... They fly off and they they
1: escape. Um, what what was going? If on If you're gonna do that, at least make it look cool. Instead, they're like hanging it really awkwardly in like a bizarre position for ages. Then a helicopter comes towards them, and she goes, "Bye," and then fl- then f- flies up. <laughs> Really slowly Doesn't as well. Really up. slowly. Really slowly moves away from the helicopter.
0: Someone but you actually see the fishing wire and someone just yeah. reeling them. Yeah, off,
1: we're flying fly. now. No, put, tilt,
0: tilt down. Yeah.
2: Shoot them, they're just dangling in the air. Fucking hell.
1: Keanu's like, um, I'm not no. doing this, are you? And she's like, no, it's it's Terry over there with the fishing wire. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Um. But no,
0: so Robo. you have this sort of ending where where Neo has, has freed Trinity. Um, we haven't even talked about, you know, Satine, the other program from the original trilogy, and how she was involved, or how Morpheus ball bearing manned for an event while they were, you know, trying to infiltrate the city, like an Ocean's Eleven version of the Matrix or whatever they were trying to do to free Trinity. But they do What's free What's going on her. with the
2: age of that girl, by the way?
0: What do you mean? Well, she should the- be older, but she's a pro. She's a programmer. I'll just stay as a kid They have
2: no... Why is she now an adult? Yeah, true. Why is she
0: a young adult? Very good point. 60 years, man. Actor's age, John. Actor's age, that's the only reason I have for that. Just get Um, another girl. So so then Trinity and Neo go and visit The Analyst um, at the end of the film and have, honestly, some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen in a film, ever. Uh, What is it? It's all it's all because they think Neil Patrick Harris's character is is obviously scripted to be extremely sexist. He's like saying to Neo, like, get you can you not control her? And then she like kicks him round the face and goes, No one can control me and stuff like that. And I'm just like, What is this dialogue? And his chin falls yeah. off, doesn't it? Yeah, chi- they kick his chin off. they li- his chin falls yeah, off. They literally it? kick his chin off. Um and then they both fly away to the same track but a cover version of the one from the first film. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is this film? What are they trying to do? Do you know what scares me? They might make more.
1: They're going to make more. They
0: might... Oh my God. No way. I don't, I, I,
1: no way. I Man. can't imagine uh, it. It's just... Do you want to add it to our bet? Liverpool's finished by the <laughs> no, Arsenal. forbearing bearing robots to exist. <laughs> Matrix 7 by within 60 I'm, years.
0: It's just... It just breaks my, it breaks my heart that, you know, talking about you boys here has actually been hilarious, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, give it more blueberries. Yeah, like, because of this film, I enjoy it more now because we've talked about it. Three blues. <laughs> no, joking. Um, I'll give it three ball bearings. The uh, the thing is, it, it's, just, it's just a shambles, isn't it, boys? I mean, I, I feel like we're being harsh and I know that there's people out there that like this film, but I wasn't.
2: I'm I haven't met me. any.
0: I'm the hype man. That's the you thing. Haven't met I haven't met any people that like this film.
2: Like I, I know, like about seven people that have now watched this film and they've just gone, Jesus, this is I awful, you, isn't it? I thought you were
0: say, I know seven people, and <laughs> yeah, three of them more don't than like you this film. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they've all said awful. So, so yeah.
1: you know Lucy, you know Goosey. Who else do you know?
0: <laughs> me and Gaz. <Kathy>. Bobo. <laughs> He just but did it for the money it's bay bay. <laughs> don't
1: forget surveyve,
2: one of the bull bearings he thought it was shit as well <laughs> um
0: and he was in it yeah, yeah,
2: <sighs> yeah. um yeah, it's just yeah, just an awful film um uh, it, uh, it's uh, but this is what i mean like i would I'd have more like faith in humanity. If we all came together and went, that is shocking, that, isn't it? Because sometimes yep. when, when a film's an absolute stinker, <laughs> it's quite nice that everyone joins together and they're like, Jesus, that was terrible, wasn't it? And then in years to come, you're like, have you ever seen this? And it's like, no, watch it. It's awful. You love it. This isn't even one of those films. It's just a nothing mm. film.
0: Yeah, I, I do think it won't be remembered. It, it's, it's so it's just got nothing I just just think it's got nothing like people slag off the second and third film but I still feel that they offer something like I talk about those action sequences some of them are still amazing Um, and you care about Trinity and Neo a bit and you have these elements to it I just don't see this ever being remembered anyway that's our spoiler review of, of the Matrix Resurrections. Hilarious review. I knew this would be fun to talk about because I knew we were all going to slag it off. So it's always a bit fun when that happens. Sorry <laughs> if you really enjoyed the film. There <laughs> They have hate us. Anybody, both You've of them stopped listening. But but ge- genuinely, if you did enjoy this film, please do let us know and and <laughs> let us know why right. because. We might have not missed interested. something or misinterpreted something, <laughs> John Sharp. We might have misinterpreted <laughs> something. So you can email us. Email is in the in the show notes, fancritical podcast at gmail.com. Or it, John controls the Twitter and he said he's not <laughs> interested. So please yeah, now inundate inundate him with reasons why uh, why you love the film.
2: Um before underrated overrated Sorry, I've one. I have two films that I want to discuss very quickly, and obviously it's going to be very quick. Um, one because someone on Twitter asked our opinions of Don't Look Up, wow. and okay. so this is going to be a very quick Don't Look Up. It doesn't have to be, yeah. No, no. Ish, no. Well, quick-ish. it does. Got things to do. Um, yeah. I loved it. So four <laughs> bloobs, Len.
0: Uh, I. I really enjoyed it for Bloobs I actually felt that the messaging was pretty um, pretty powerful to be honest with you and I know that a lot of people and Gaz is going to give his opinion in a minute but just people in general are taking issue with how on the nose and I'm doing this again because I know we've been talking about a lot today uh, the film is um, but I actually thought that barring a few jokes that didn't land and a few things I didn't necessarily agree with I thought the and this is a pun I thought the film was quite impactful, especially nope. towards the end so, all right spoilers yeah. um sorry <laughs> um right.
2: okay, Gaz, I know obviously you know we've we've briefly discussed it uh, discussed it we've briefly discussed, <laughs> discussed it. it he scuffed it you <laughs> mug um off off air um so I know you didn't enjoy it as much as we did, but have you now that you've seen the Matrix? <laughs> Resurrections, have you now gone, do you know why? It, yeah, exactly. it is a film, it is at least a film
1: it's a, it's a coherent film and it's at least twice as good as Matrix <laughs> Resurrections So it gets two blueberries for me The The whole, the, the message is so important And I'm glad that it exists in a Hollywood movie It's just a shame that the movie that it exists within is... Uh, poorly thought out i think the whole the whole basic concept of converting climate change to a a, a, an asteroid that's going to crash doesn't that fundamentally is a is problematic because the whole nature of the issue is that it isn't necessarily something you can look out and and see immediately
0: now but that's the whole point that's what that's why it's that's why it's great because they only realize the whole point of that metaphor is you only realise when it's too fucking late. They will see it. You do, you, but you do see climate change, and you're seeing it now with bushfires, with hurricanes, and people don't believe it until these things hit them in the fucking face. Yes. And that is literally <laughs> what they're saying.
1: It's the same fucking thing. Climate change is invisible. You can't fucking see
0: it until it hits you in the fucking yeah, face. Yeah, but and it's a, game but, over, you're but,
1: dead. But, but an asteroid isn't invisible. It's there to to be seen. But no, look, the, the, it's only visible for at the, the final the day, fucking hours at the end of the, of the day, time. No, mate, the whole point is, don't look up. It's <laughs> there for them to see, and they are not looking at it. I get that that's a... I get the commentary. I understand the metaphor. It's it's flawed. It's also supposed to be a comedy film, and it's just not funny. I didn't laugh. I, I think I laughed once. Um, uh, and
2: I thought it was quite
1: funny. Yeah, I yeah.
0: I enjoyed some of the laughs. I had some good laughs in there. I also but think... there are Kate, some jokes.
2: Kate Blanchett is famous. very
0: attractive. Like, she very attractive. Very. She is... Did they
1: they de-age her in this or something? She looks fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, they gave her her different teeth. (laughs) What? That's true. Yeah, but that's not de-aging. That's not CGI. Mark Mark Rylance gave her the teeth after he was finished with his scenes. (laughs) His character is silly. Yeah, doesn't Uh, make sense. I like that, though. Nah.
0: Yeah, it was a cross between Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, and some other fuckers. And I just sat there and went, yeah... Yeah, it's it's a bit silly, isn't it? But that's Adam McKay's style. He is a bit silly. So I was a bit like, I'll let it go. Didn't work for me. Um, I uh, Yeah, I get uh, that.
2: <clears throat> Look, I, I think it's, it's it's mental that this film has come out whilst we've obviously got this COVID. Because again, we've got a split in humanity where there are some people that are, you know, COVID deniers, um, anti-vaxxers. That is a
1: bit like looking at an asteroid and saying it's not there to be fair so
2: so it works there like we, all we right, do three live in a world same. where still not that funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right but i've got a couple more a off the laugh. list it get one more bloop <laughs> um no uh, the other film that i wanted to discuss uh no way home so you guys obviously did a, a hot take yep.
0: um yep. And I, I no we did a we did a full review oh you did do a review in the end yeah, glad you've been oh, there listening. There you go. Have did, you not didn't he,
2: well, I didn't get a notification, so I have to look at the app there. Um gosh. Right. Get Emma Phillips. Len, you
0: gave it five bloobs. Uh I gave it I gave it five bloobs, yep, sorry. what did you give it, guys? Yep. Four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like everyone has been talking about this being like an amazing film and one of the best Marvel films and blah blah blah. Um, it does bring up issues with again, like in a world where you know Spider Boy, Spider Boy, little Spider Boy, you know his his identity, his identity, it's been revealed. Can someone help him out, please? Like, don't tell me that Happy is the only person he's got access to. Can like, can you not just text? Like Thor, even War Machine. Like War Machine's fucking Tony (laughs) Stark's best mate. You think he'd look out for Spider Boy. And it's like, he's just on his own. And it winds me up. This is the problem I had with Iron Man 3, where it's like, right, this is where I live. And it just gets bombed to shit. And he's basically dead. And no one helps him out.
0: What are (laughs) they doing?
2: Like, where's Hulk? Like, someone help him out.
0: Yeah, but it's. It's like being. It's like when there's comic book issues. Sometimes there are just these isolated stories, and that's what these these tales that are. That works they are isolated with isolated okay, stories. It works you with
2: you... a comic book, but it's like mm. we're what it's a universe now. This this is, you know, it's like right. Oh, I'm having some issues. Yeah, go see um, Stephen. So you're right. Can you do some spells and that make people forget? And, and again, like I mean, Doctor Strange in this film is shit as well. Like his decision making is abysmal. His decision making is abysmal,
1: here. and that was my issue with the film. And if you'd like to hear my views, listen to uh, Len and my review on Fan Critical.
2: Yeah, that was it. I just wanted to get you, get your opinions on that. But anyway, we have a segment to do. Yeah. So we're going to do it now.
0: Hey, have you seen Ghostbusters two? Do you think it's underrated? Hey, have you seen uh, Ghostbusters two? Do you think it's overrated? That's the segment here for you now. It's underrated, overrated, yeah.
2: Hello there. Uh, Right, okay. So I've I thought long and hard um, about this. uh, yeah. about this segment, and that might be a clue. So I'm gonna do an underrated and overrated pornography film. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not. Not really. Imagine (laughs) that. so yeah. I do I do overrated first saving Riven Ryan's privates. Um. <laughs> I like the I, I liked it when it was Riven saving <laughs> Riven's privates. <laughs> <was> the second <laughs> one. Um, so uh, we're, we're going to do actors, um, and I mean I've just had a go at you know Marvel. There's one man and universally people love him. I think he's overrated. Robert Downey Jr. Now think about his entire career and delete Iron Man. Is he that good? He's brilliant um, at Tony Stark. Thunder.
0: He was brilliant. He was brilliant in Tropic Thunder, so oh, yeah. and we give him five. I mean, moves. if we're gonna talk about
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over- <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it is if we're yeah.
1: gonna talk about overrated. Um This might be this might be a controversial shout, but I don't think it is. I, I like his Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, I think his interpretation of Sherlock Holmes isn't
0: terrible. I think it's pretty,
2: pretty fun. <laughs> it's not exactly a ringing endorsement, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Go see Sherlock Holmes. Um, it isn't terrible.
0: Do, do I prefer...
2: Yeah, I think it's a good... Hold on, hold on. Don't, there's no way that you prefer his Sherlock over Cumberbatch.
0: I don't. I don't. I prefer Cumberbatch. Right. Yes, correct. Um, I do prefer Cumberbatch, yes. So,
1: Yeah. I mean, his interpretation yeah, of I agree. I, Doolittle I, is cutting edge. Yeah, that is cutting edge. <laughs> um, yeah. No, you're probably
0: right, John. Like, maybe he is a bit overrated. But for me, he's always just going to be Iron Man. And I'm happy with that. It's like people say to me, you know, who's Wolverine? This is Hugh Jackman and that's what I always see him as. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if he's in fucking something else, he's always fucking Wolverine to me. You know? That's what I
1: see those characters as those things. I think you have a point yeah. though. His his filmography is pretty underwhelming.
2: Yeah, like if so let's say um like if if you tiered actors, if you had like your A stars, your B stars, blah blah blah. And that doesn't mean how much they do at the box office, fucking hell. But um like you'd have like your Robert Downey Juniors and stuff in your top tier. Um, you might have like Christian mm. Bale, he might be in like the second tier. Um, I think Robert Downey Jr. would be like like third or fourth tier. And yet because he is the main man in the biggest film franchise probably ever now, it's kind of elevated him to be like that Hollywood icon. And actually, I just I, I think he's overrated. Does doesn't mean I I like Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark. Brilliant. I'm just saying, overrated. That's all.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I can see that, John. Yeah. Underrated. Good. Well, I was I, I was hoping that would be the controversial one. Um. Maybe this will be the controversial one. So, uh, underrated. Uh, Mark Wahlberg.
0: He's a tough one, Marky Mark. You get it though, don't you? You get it because you're
2: looking at it and you're like, yeah, but it's Mark Wahlberg, and it he's just a bit rubbish. And then you go, oh, no, he was all right in that. And then, I mean, arguably, you know, in in the departed, he probably should have won best supporting. I can't I can't remember who he was up against supporting, here, but yeah. Just phenomenal performance, and and that's him in okay he's in a, it's not that serious of a role, but it's still a dramatic role to play. He's just that, you know, Boston cop. Um, and he outshines some legends in that film legends. And then you, and then you go like, yeah, he's actually quite funny as well. He's been in funny films. So I'm, I'm not saying that he's, he, he would, he might be someone that I'd put in that, that same tier of like acting quality as as robert downey jr but most people look at mark Wahlberg as marky mark this uh
0: you know not nowhere near as good the problem he has is i think he is inherently a good actor um and he brings a lot of charisma to so many roles but he does make some serious serious missteps with his career every time and 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 i sit there and go why are you in you know, the, that Transformers film. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're just grabbing money. And I've seen that film and it's garbage. And he's garbage in it. Is he? And, and yeah, but... <clears throat> yeah, he's terrible in it. I was going to say, there's but a lot the of thing. films,
1: I think. or not a lot, but he's in, he's in some bad films where he's not the bad, bad thing films. about it. Mm. But that film was destined to be shit.
0: Um, <laughs> and, you know, like... But he knew that was gonna be shit and he's he took the money. He's a bit of a cash grabber. Like in Australia here at the in Australia here at the moment, there's these Ladbrooks adverts. Fuck me. They're terrible. And he's the main guy in it. And I hate him. And I sit there and go, You're just grabbing the cash. Um, you know, I'll tell you what will be a good barometer of this. He's playing Sully in the Uncharted movies, mm. which I think is a terrible piece of casting. Mm. Um if he does well in that, maybe I'll say John, you're right, he's underrated. I think he sits about where he needs to sit right now. If he were to take some more serious roles on and not just take it for the cash or do a shit comedy film every now and then, um, I would take him a bit more seriously, but I can't take him seriously. I really like him as an actor and I think some of his performances can be good. But as I said, I don't like those cash grabs. Does, doesn't I sit right think,
2: with me. well, how many actors could you go, this is someone that they would never do a cash grab?
0: No, but he does so many of them, John. It's not like he didn't do one or two. Is <laughs> this because you've just seen like, that like fucking five a year year
2: before this pod, though? Yes, <laughs> it's terrible, mate. Yeah, I mean, look, De Niro did Rocky and Bullwinkle. It's like, come on,
0: you know, it's... Yeah, De Niro's lost the plot, mate. De, N- De Niro did Bad Grandpa 1 and 2. He deserves to be fucking just retired because of those things, mm. you know? Overrated, actually. No, don't you start that. (laughs) Um, Good. Well, well, that was it. Nice one, John. Well, thank you. Uh, And 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 that's it. This uh, the first podcast of 2022 with Fan Critical. This has been 60 minutes to midnight, the Happy New Year edition, the COVID positive edition, the Matrix Resurrections uh, ball bearing man edition. It has been fantastic to discuss that abysmal, atrocious, and shameful film with the fellow Minute Men. (laughs) um as we said if you love the film and you've stuck around to this point thank you very much because that must have been very hard to listen to um i want to wish uh john and gareth the happiest of 2022. as as do i uh Thanks, bud. All, you, all you all the listeners yeah um and I, I wish that they never make another matrix film again um and if they do uh different Directors and stuff entirely. So, but yes, uh, different Morfias as well. Most importantly, and uh, yes, m- uh, I would say double down on ball bearings, um, more Sabay, more high fiving Bobo. Uh, <laughs> what else? Anything else you want to add in there? Uh, more, more separate, arbitrary se- characters named after trees. Yeah, we didn't even talk about how we didn't even talk about how Agent Smith was just played by the other guy who I said comes out and goes, Mr. Anderson. And then throughout the whole film is just, like, there for some reason. What Anyway, it's garbage, guys. Just go watch it. If you haven't seen it and you've listened to this review, please go watch it. It's hilarious. Um, but, yes. Thanks, boys. It's been a pleasure. See you. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye, Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.